Hi, guys. Thank you for staying with us. I know we're kind of terrible right now, but to be honest, it's all Amanda's fault. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've been trying to come up with dates to record and doesn't really fit well with Amanda's schedule. So, you know, we're just trying to make it work. And here I am on football Sundays now recording. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why we're doing it now because the game is ass up. <laughs> and that was our issue last weekend. You know, we couldn't record early because the game started at 12. Right. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I know we haven't. We're going to try to really become a... Uh, what, what is it called? Consistent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, today, I wanted to really talk about um, anxiety only because, I mean, I know we touched on it before, but this time, like, I had anxiety. I mean, I could tell when I'm having anxiety, right? But I feel like I had nothing wrong with me for me to get an anxiety attack last week. Like, of course, I had stressors, but I haven't had like, I don't even know if it was anxiety. Like you could I guess you could say it like a panic attack because it was stronger than an anxiety attack. So are you saying because nothing like serious happened? Yeah, it was just like, why is this happening? Or am I just balling up all my stress into one into one big ball? And I'm like, you know what? Now today I'm going to I'm going to explode. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, because that, that makes sense if, you know, it wasn't something specific that happened that was like, okay, that's anxiety provoking. But if it was, you know, little things after another that you just kind of held on to, yeah. and then just for that particular day, it was just like, boom, here you go. You're, you're, you're about to have a panic attack because, like, I swear the last time I had one was like last year when I really wasn't feeling good. I wasn't feeling good for like almost a month. Well, I had thyroid issues. I was anemic. And then I suffered from anxiety like really bad. And it was to the point that I called the ambulance on myself because I didn't know what was going on with me. Like I felt like I was going to pass out Mm. like almost every day. And that's how it was like what well on Monday was it Monday no Monday I went home because I wasn't feeling good I had a, a migraine and then I came back to work on no I didn't come back to work on Tuesday <laughs> and then on Wednesday I went back to work again and I felt like I was gonna pass out and then they started an IV on me and they're like oh you should be good after the bag and i'm like well i still don't feel good you know like i still feel like i'm gonna pass out they're like sniff some alcohol thank god for my friends i work with thank god i work (laughs) with doctors and nurses and they're like what kind of alcohol (laughs) it was alcohol pads oh and then they're like sniff this and i'm like no i'm like it's gonna make me throw up because i was nauseous too and I'm like, man, what the heck is wrong with me, you know? So then my heart rate was 140. Then after the bag of fluids, it went down to like 130. Then I went to the emergency room by us because, mm-hmm. you know, my job sucks with their emergency room. Like, I'll be there for eight hours, like, for real. Like, there's a set time that you could go. That's probably like at eight o'clock in the morning. And then that's it. And I went to St. Margaret's. And, and you're like, like, but I work here. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. I tried that. I went in there on my scrubs and all. And then um, 
And then I go to St. Margaret's and they're like, oh, you're severely dehydrated. We're going to give you another bag. They're like, you should see a cardiologist. And so now I'm freaking out. Like, what's wrong with my heart? Because they mm-hmm. just did an EKG machine, uh, EKG. And then after that, you know, I'm getting all these texts from the my chart. Like, we're getting, I'm like, oh, my God, something's about to come up on my test. And then I'm freaking out about that. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not helping my anxiety <laughs> attack right now. <laughs> they're like, they're like, do you want a Xanax? I'm like, I know. I have three kids at home. There's no way I could take a Xanax. I'm like, and I don't want to get hooked on it or anything. I'm like, I'd rather not. And then she's like, the I'll work it out. I'll, I'll just, I'll just stay with my panic right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'll, let me just take some deep breaths. But no, really, nothing was helping, like nothing at all. So that whole night, they ended up sending me back home. I get another another little message that was like, oh, your test is now available. And it was my EKG. And it said it was abnormal. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what the hell's wrong with me? So I sent it to my nurse friends. Thank God I have nurse friends. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? They're like, if you don't get your ass to sleep and get some rest. And I'm like, should I go back to the hospital? They're like, no, stay your ass at home. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to stay home and just try to push through it. Stood home, kept checking my pulse and everything. It was still high. I think I made myself worse. So now I don't have a follow-up until Wednesday to even get some drugs in me. Great. Now I have anxiety. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And I have anxiety right now, too. And I'm in my mother's house. Like, this is crazy because this is like home. I know. I was trying to be there. In your home. I was like, (laughs) what are you feeling right now, Erica? (laughs) But I mean, let's look at it, though. So did you. There's like a hierarchy of needs thing. Do you feel like you're um, you were taking care of your body like physically? Were you sleeping? Were you resting? No, I have have a hard time sleeping the whole night. And then I wake up sweating and I have no idea why. I'm guessing it's my thyroid, but they didn't want to check my thyroid because they're like, oh, it's going to take a couple days. I'm like, well, you know, I'm like these are thyroid symptoms, Mm. you know, so um dehydrated yes i was severely dehydrated because i had that migraine on monday so i was just like throwing up and that's the first time i ever threw up from a migraine and then golly had an accident at daycare and i ended up taking her into st margaret's to go get her checked out because some kid pushed her into the wall and she hit her head Mm. so i was freaking out about that then i didn't want to go to work on tuesday and send her back to daycare and something happened so i mean like those little things are anxiety provoking too you know, it's like yeah. we might not think of it like we might just think of it as like an inconvenience or, you know, just something that happened. But it like literally adds on top of each other like, OK, golly, hit her head. Now I got to go make sure she's OK. Oh, but then I don't want to send her back to daycare tomorrow. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And if I don't want to send her back, then I can't go to work and then I'm missing a whole day of work. And so, yeah, it's like little things like that that. We think as we we think that like they're nothing, but in reality, it's like, yeah. And it's like, how do I comprehend? Like, how do I deal with this? You know, and thank God I had the CBD oil at home because I'm not going to lie, guys. My first go to is the dispensary. All right. I placed the order and I was like really hyped up about it. But I took so much CBD that I fell asleep and I never went to go pick it up. Like, I didn't even, like, driving, you know how they say, like, driving sometimes, like, calms you down or whatever? Like, I I didn't even want to drive. I didn't want to go anywhere. And then, like, the weekend comes, and everyone's like, oh, let's go here, let's go there. And I'm like, I don't want to. And to be honest, like, I felt 
embarrassed again to say that I had anxiety or, you know, issues going on. Like, I don't think people really understand when you tell them like, hey, I'm not really feeling good, like mentally, because they're always like, get out, you know, go outside, go do Mm -hmm. that. Like, it's not that easy to literally pick yourself up and push yourself to do something like mentally like i tried so hard like to even just to come out the house like it it's just unbelievable like it doesn't make sense how much control your mind has over your body yeah and i think even like like i get anxiety too like really bad not just with school but like I don't like, I can't drive on the expressway. I don't like driving to places that I've never been before. I don't like driving far Yeah. and then by myself. And like, I feel like everyone's like, well, just drive. Like what, what's the big deal? Just drive. And it's like, I can't. And then it's like, everyone's like, oh yeah. Like you just need to go out. You just need to get out. And I think like you, you told me that too, but I know you were trying to help me and be like, you know, it's not good to just stay home, but like, yeah. But in a way I was joking with you. No, I know. know Yeah. You're you're like, okay, pretend I'm your therapist. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. I was like, you know, like with me being in school, like that's, I know it's a lot. And like, everyone's like oh no you, you need a break you need to get out but it's like i love being at home like sometimes when That's i'm out too and i think people like underestimate me like they're like oh come over here come over there and i'm like i love my house like i yeah i don't want to leave and uh, i'm like i with so much going on in the week the last thing i want to do is get ready go out and do stuff like yeah i want to sit at home in my pajamas watch football and do homework and hang out with Layla. Like, that's my happy place. Yeah. Being anxiety, uh, making me or trying to get me to go out is making me more anxious. It's doing more harm than it is good. Yes, because you know what? Like, so yesterday i mean i think one of our cousins like kind of knew pete like i have him on snapchat and i um i snapped myself on a couch and i'm like oh my plans for today like i'm gonna be here all day and he's like go outside and i'm like you know what i need to go outside (laughs) i'm like let me just go outside just to see you know how it feels like let me start off small let me go to the atm you know and then i'm like and then belly freaking wanted out of cheddar man that girl so i'm like you're running and i'm not going in there she goes do they speak english i'm like yes belly and just go in there so she went in there and i i felt good after that you know like i was out of bed i was cleaning the house and stuff like that and then you know i I got invited somewhere to go later and I'm like, I can't like, well, for one, Kali didn't go to bed till like late. And then Mm -hmm. by the time she went to sleep and I'm like, I really don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think it could change all the time. Like some days you're like, okay, like, yeah, maybe I should go outside. Like I'll try it. And then other days you're just like, no, like I think what's best for me right now is to stay home. Yeah. Like, and you know, people, people are on the outside looking in. They don't, they don't know how it feels, how your anxiety feels for you. And, you know, I think I believe like people are doing that for like the best intentions. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm saying like, oh, you know, I, I care about you. I want you to like get out and have fun and whatever. But, you know, sometimes we just have to accept how people feel and like understand that, you know, if if they feel like being at home is what's helping them, then yeah. by all means, you know, like people have different ways to cope and deal with certain things, especially anxiety there. It looks 
like so many different ways on how to deal with it and it's like now like i'm getting anxious just thinking about going to work like if i felt anxious coming here Mm -hmm. oh my god i'm gonna be anxious going to work and i don't feel the same well what is it about work that that makes you feel anxious though like just the thought of having to be there and not at home or to be honest like i i think of myself like me personally i don't think i should be where i'm where i'm at right now like i think i deserve to be somewhere else and it's frustrating because i went to school all this time you know like i did my supervisor's job and she still doesn't want to give me credit for it and Mm -hmm. it's hard to find a position to where you don't um like uh, we are not part of the four um, percent of Latinos who get master's <laughs> degrees for this, right? I did not come. My aunt, my grandma, did not sneak her way over here for this BS. All right, <laughs> I don't think my grandmother would be too happy right now. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I pick. I deserve so much more, and I know I do. And it's frustrating because when I want something, like I get it, and if I don't get it, then it it really bothers me until I get it like my mind is like set in stone about it and then it's just like doing the same thing every single day and it's not my department because I love everybody in my department like everybody is really cool to work with you know but it's just I feel like I need to move around I feel like that's not that's not where I'm supposed to be I mean then like we all feel like at some point we need change or something different like and not only that too like okay like look at how many times our kids been sick you know and i'm trying to look for a work from home job because winter's coming i mean look at everybody got freaking sinus issues right now everybody everybody got allergies it's covid we don't know nobody even cares anymore so (laughs) it's like (laughs) we're just gonna write it on out you know so i know that like see little things like that too give me anxiety because i'm like i'm like okay all right, sorry guys. That part's gonna sound a little bit funny because you know the kids just came and really interrupted us. Yep. <laughs> um, I forgot what we were saying though. Oh, I think I was saying like that's the other thing that gives me anxiety too, and it's like um, the thought of like winter coming and then like Layla getting sick, and then I'm like, oh my god, then I'll have to cancel all my clients. I'm like, that's so unprofessional, and then. <laughs> Like, it stresses me out, too, you know? Like, that is just me, and I have to deal with everything. And then, so it's, like, little stressors that are always there or little things that give us anxiety. Yeah, not only that, like, I have to drive all the way to work. Like, you know how many people get into car accidents? Like, that job is not worth me dying over. I'm sorry. Either I'm going to come in at 1 o'clock in the afternoon when it stops snowing, or I'm not going to come in at all. So that's my intake on work right now like i really don't care (laughs) (laughs) my boss she gave me she gave all of us everybody in our department a two right for our thing that's um meeting expectations none of us got threes exceeding expectations so we walk around the hospital and people are like oh can you do this i'm like nope we're two we're twos, we're twos even the doctors they're so funny they go along with it too but i don't know i and you know what to be honest manda like i felt helpless because i'm like my doctor won't even see me she won't even send me any medicine like i have to wait literally a whole week to see her in order to get some help and i'm like dude can i just get a certain medication that helps with my migraines helps with my blood pressure 
and helps with anxiety. Mm-hmm. She goes, well, you have to wait. I'm like, your next appointment is October 13th. And then she goes, let me see if I have something sooner. And it was on Wednesday. So now I got to wait till Wednesday. And I'm like, you know what? Now I'm just going to struggle. Yeah. Like, it's literally a struggle every single day. And I hate it. It's been like that for a week. I'm like, when is this going to stop? So you still feel the anxiety every day and it's yeah. not so much the attacks? I feel anxiety every day. Um, it's weird because I feel like I have to keep myself busy in a way to get my mind off of it. But then it's like when I sit down and I talk about something or I'm relaxing, like I start feeling it. Like I feel like the palpitations. You got to see what's coming up for you at that time. Like, I could literally be nothing. Like, I could just be watching TV and just lay there and then I'll, I don't know. And then I just. It's hard to do that too. It's hard to be self aware and knowing, like, okay, like, literally, what, what, what just crossed my mind? What just came up for me? It's hard to do that. Like, because a lot of people are just like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's easier to do that. Like, it's- But to be honest, like the first thing that crossed in my mind is like, oh, my God, let me check my heart rate. Because being at 140 mm-hmm. was scary. I mean, I was at 160 one time and that's when I was eating edibles. Like, and that scared me. You know, that one time I wasted a whole day trying not to die. Like, I oh literally wasted a whole day trying not to die. Like, that sounds horrible. I was trying to throw it up. <laughs> I took a shower. I was eating. I'm like, you probably oh my just god, get in the shower. And I, Amanda, I tried going to sleep. You know, at the hospital, they just make you go to sleep, right, <laughs> to sleep it off. And I had my watch on so I could check to see my pulse. And I'm like, what? I'm like 160. I'm like, I'm gonna die right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna freaking die. And I'm like, do I go to the house? I'm like, I can't go to the house because then they're all gonna laugh at me. Like, you know. <laughs> and then finally, like eight hours later, like I woke up like a whole new person. And I'm like, <laughs> rebirth. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. Never, never doing edibles. That sounds horrible. It was. I don't know how you people do it, man. All my friends, I know you guys do it. I don't know how. I don't know how you guys try not to die every day. And see now with this happening, and it reminds me of when you said, oh, I'm fine. Like, I stopped therapy. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Because uh, to be honest, I was thinking about it. I'm like, but what am I going to talk to her about? Because like, even when I first came here and I was telling you the story about what Mm -hmm. happened, like I was getting anxiety about that. And it's like, and it's not about what happened. And it's just about me talking about it like it wore me out mm. that's the best i could describe it but i don't know all my therapists are gonna say is you're doing a great job like okay first you could do this and this and we'll go back to step one and you know it's like i already know what i have to do in order to try to calm myself down you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily that i need somebody to talk to it's just I don't know. Like, I feel like I just know what's comfortable for me. But obviously, this this time it didn't work. <laughs> I mean, and that, I mean, it's good to, like, have something that you know is going to help you to, like, calm you down and stuff. But sometimes, like, I don't know. And then, like you said, like, you don't know what came up. You don't know what is coming up or 
what happened that kind of caused that but like to be honest like being a parent a single parent is so hard like it's so hard and that's one of my daily or i should say daily weekly stressors is like okay is scotty gonna get sick this week am i gonna have to miss more days of work which means i'm not gonna get paid for because i used all my time for work and then i'm gonna get fired and you know Mm -hmm. but i don't know I i don't know i mean like just things like that in general are nice to talk about and even if like we think like oh it's like i'm just talking about it, it's not really helpful but same time it is like, yeah because me talking about it now is calming me down <laughs> i mean i don't know i think i need to keep the cbd with me at all times until i get a pen and me on speed dial yeah because i can't like and, and a lot of times when stuff happens like i just shut down like i don't even want to talk about it you know mm-hmm. but i don't know that i guess that goes along with our cultural cultural barriers <laughs> being hispanic right we don't want to talk about things nope because i remember my grandma she grandma used to say um you don't tell nobody your business she was like, you don't tell nobody your business because then they'll, she says something about like that they'll turn it back on you or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it was just it, it is hard to just. The idea of going to therapy was not like a thing for us. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, you're fine. Because like, us Mexicans, man, we're so secretive. Like, we don't want nobody knowing our business, you know? And, you know, sometimes just with family. And um, I was reading about that, too. Like, how come, you know, um, Hispanics don't really um, seek for help? And that's one of them. The main one is... Um, immigration like they don't want nobody in their business like at all like i know grandma for one she used to be so paranoid anytime somebody would call she'd be like oh my god don't pick up the phone you know how she would always screen her phone calls yeah and then she it would go to voicemail and be like grandma it's me like answer the phone and she goes oh hi mija you know (laughs) i had to call like five times in order for her to pick up the phone i know i'm i had to do a annotate a bibliography for my research class and like we had to think of a research question and i was like what is the effects of therapy on mexican americans and like i figured i couldn't find any research on that because just research on minorities in general was like hard to find but yeah i know like it i am really happy to see that a lot of my clients are Mexican. Like, it just makes me feel mm-hmm. good that, like, people are actually, like... Especially the older generation. Do you know they wouldn't go to therapy? Oh, they're, they're stuck in their ways. Yeah, so, like, I'm happy to see, I like... Mean, grandma didn't even want me to get her a cell phone. Like, the younger generation, at least, wanting to try it, like... Yeah. You know, it's like... I think it's because it's, like, more talked about now, you know? Mm-hmm. like they're more aware of it and like the and like i mean i know grandma she used to be paranoid of anybody finding out anything of hers like she always paid everything in cash all the time like she didn't want big she always thought that somebody would come find her and send her back to mexico that was mm-hmm. her biggest fear well yeah which was probably another reason why they wouldn't like especially immigrants won't and she thought that she would get her, therapy, her you know? benefits taken away 
And it's like, you have to do everything on your own. So it's like, why am I going to go and talk to this person who's, you know, I don't know what their intentions are. Like, <sighs> yeah. And then, and then, you know, a lot of people, they don't have, um, they don't even realize that there's anything like wrong with them. Like, it's just a normal, like they don't recognize like the symptoms of like anxiety or depression. And that's another thing too. Like, I felt like I was going through like I had a little bit of depression because I was just like at home, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like I didn't want to talk about it because it's embarrassing. <laughs> How? I, just, I mean, I get it. Like, like because it, it just makes me feel like like I'm not strong enough to just. I'm not strong enough to overcome it, you know? Like, how the heck did I even slip into depression? Like, I haven't been depressed in, like, over, like, a year and a half. And I don't think I'm depressed now. I just think, like, it's some days where, like, I'll feel a little bit depressed and I just don't want to be bothered by nobody, you know? I feel like Latina women, like, we have to be strong. We can't, like, well, if you're you're in bed all day and you can't get out of bed, you're like, why? What are you doing? Like, you shouldn't be doing that. There's always something to do. And then I feel like depression and anxiety, like those words get thrown out so much that like we're afraid that people don't won't take it seriously. So it's like I might as well just keep all this to myself and work on it myself, because what's the point of telling anybody? That's that's exactly how I felt. Like when I had when I had posted like my V on Snapchat and it's like, oh, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, like, oh, what's wrong? And I'm like, I just kept saying, I don't know, because I didn't want to tell them I was severely dehydrated. You know, that's everybody's motto. Drink water. Are you drinking your water? Hell no, I'm not drinking my water. I keep throwing up. Why am I going to keep drinking it if it's just going to come up? (laughs) No. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. And we talk about this all the time. And it's like, even I feel like that. So I can imagine. And I'm an outspoken person. Like, you know that. Like, everybody knows that. Like, I talk about everything. Like, I have no limits. But it's just, I didn't want nobody to know. Because I'm supposed to be a strong person, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I got three kids. Yeah. It's just like... I gotta do house chores. I feel like everybody feels like they have to work through it on their own too. Like either like people don't want to be a burden to anybody else or they think that they won't be understood. I mean, I I felt bad just asking mom to pick up the kids from school while I went to the emergency room. Mm. I mean, cause I know she's tired. She just got out of work. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll go to the dispensary and I'll live a happy life. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, I'm for real. (laughs) For real. One of these days, maybe Friday, I'm going to go. I mean, it's legal. So why not? Yeah. I mean, I think if any, everybody just hits a little bit, the world would be a better place. We got to find some things that help. But also talking to somebody helps yeah not so much it doesn't have to be a friend it that's why i have, have you guys person because i'm just like venting on here but i just wanted to talk about it because it's like i'm over here like yeah throwing like you said throwing around stress and um anxiety and depression and look at me i over here had a whole attack yeah. and it just came out of nowhere and it is serious. Like, yeah, because I felt like I was going to die. Like, there was something really wrong with me. I felt like something was wrong with my heart. 
maybe there is i don't know yet until i go to a doctor in a month you know how long she's taking and then anxiety attacks panic attacks like they all look different because like i had one so what's the difference between an anxiety attack and a panic attack the only thing that i would think of is is if you like you actually have an anxiety diagnosis Mm -hmm. like i feel like panic attack is just like if something specific happened maybe you know Mm -hmm. and it's like if you don't usually get anxious too often or things like that like it was just like that's another thing one thing that happened and kind of freaked you out so it's in my chart that i have anxiety right so now every time i go to the hospital or something they think it's anxiety related and that would upset me so bad Mm -hmm. because that's their first go-to is oh it's just your anxiety and that's what I told the doctor this time I'm like you know she goes have you ever seen a cardiologist and I'm like no she goes maybe you should because if this is the second time that it's happened this bad she goes maybe you know maybe there is something going on I'm like I had heart monitors on I had EKGs I'm like my doctor I feel like my doctor doesn't listen to me I might have to fire her (laughs) (laughs) and for real like you know and so, like, now I feel like I'm being judged every time somebody looks into my chart. Like, oh, just because, like, you have anxiety, so that's that's what it is. Yeah, I feel like that's their first go-to for everything. Like, now you're judging me mm-hmm. off of my chart, and it kind of makes me regret having that in there. Like, I should have never said anything. I mean, yeah, and that makes sense. Like, that's one thing that's hard. Um, like, we had to add in a diagnosis like literally after the first time I meet with you yeah and that's that's strictly just because of like insurance yeah and it it sucks you know and it's like (sighs) instead of saying like I have anxiety disorder like I'm learning that we had to put like person terminology first like I am a person with who suffers from anxiety or I, I deal with anxiety like yeah you are not your diagnosis you're not you know it's you come first but it's just something that is affecting you at the moment and yeah it sucks if you are going to the hospital and you know they're like oh you have depression like let me just base everything off of that instead yeah, of asking. Yeah, because that was like one of the first things she said, like, oh, um, do you want a Xanax? And I'm like, heck no. I'm like, first of all, I don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, second of all, I got three children at home. How about just a low dosage? And I'm like, no, what I would try is some propanolol because that's one medication I do feel comfortable with. And she's like, oh, well, you don't have to get that from your doctor. I'm like, how can you not give me how a can Xanax? You get Zan- how can you get Xanax, but not that? <laughs> but not a, a non-addictive drug. Like, I don't get it. Like, I swear the system is so broken. I hate it. Like, I need I need to have actual doctor friends. Like, I'm not going to say his name, but you know the doctor I used to work with? He used to give me everything all the time and i miss him because i would be like hey man you know i have this and this and that he would facetime me oh you got this all right well just send it over you know Mm -hmm. but man i don't know i need i need him again in my life because he helped me and he helped you and he helped all of our family (laughs) he helped our whole family i know Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I just wanted to touch on that because it, it was like something that really bothered me. And I'm like, well, 
I, I feel like I'm a pretty strong person and, you know, I take a lot of stuff and, and I take a lot of stuff and like mentally and stuff. And I don't know, that really bothered me. And now I'm like, am I a weak person? <laughs> no, like just like we could be strong people, but, you know, these things are going to happen and they we have to really try to not let them change our perceptions of ourselves. Sorry, guys, we got interrupted again by our lovely children. Yeah, so just because something like that happens doesn't mean that we're weak people. Like, the fact that you came out the house, you made it through the week, and... I made it through the week because I didn't go to work the whole week. It doesn't matter. You still made it. And, and, <laughs> and I was I was basically a one all week. <laughs> that's fine. That's all right, because we're going to do the check-in right now. And oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't get an alert either. <laughs> And um, we do check-ins at Manda's Mental Health in case you forgot. It's on Facebook. So go ahead and check yourselves in. Yeah. And Monday Motivations. Yes. I post some good stuff on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that one that she posted, what was it, last Wednesday about how to talk to your kids? Oh, like, man. I saved all of that because that is very true. And it that's hard to do. Too. It is. Like, like, so what Manda was basically saying, like... So instead of you explain it better, let me go look at it because, you know, it's it's really hard as a parent to like be in the heat of the moment and like seeing your kid do something and it's like upset, getting you mad and frustrated. It's it's easier for us. It's easier for anybody to just go towards that that anger and burst out and have the mad uh, reaction and response. Yeah. It is so hard to literally step back and be like, okay, like... Because I catch myself every now and then, like, cursing while I'm yelling at them, you know? mm -hmm. And that's not right. And then, like, even my kids, like, they're so... Like, I try to change stuff around because, like, every morning I'll be like, oh, bye, guys. Have a good day. Nobody says anything. I'm like, all right, then, you know, you guys aren't going to say it back. (laughs) But, like, so... I pulled it up on Amanda. So it's like, instead of saying, stop that crying right now, it says, you look upset. Do you need a hug? And did you read that a person needs about eight hugs a day? Interesting. Yeah. I had about zero. I think I'm in the negatives. Like, <laughs> I, I think I'm like in the far thousands. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten a hug in like two weeks, maybe. <laughs> and I kid you not, when the doctor was like... Um, are you sure this is an anxiety? I'm like, no, I'm not. And then she's like, she's like, and I'm like, I don't know what would trigger this, you know? And she's like, oh, she's like, well, you know, life happens. And as soon as she said, that, I started crying. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm sure I'm getting my menstrual like, because <laughs> I'm like, that has to be it. Why would I be crying as soon as she says that? I'm like, I'm not sad about anything. Yeah. Like we really had to be mindful of how. We talk to people, especially our kids. And then, like, the the last thing I posted was, uh, it says, like, when you keep criticizing your kids, they don't stop loving you. They they stop loving themselves. Because, yeah. oh, That man. touched me. I have, you know, clients, like, we all have our past and things that we internalize from our childhood. And it, it sucks, like, hearing all my clients and their stories and saying things that they didn't get. You know, yeah. growing up. And one thing I know I do have to tell I well, I I try to tell my kids more is like, I love you, you know, and it's weird for them because 
I mean, like we never like threw that around, you know, like no. like it, after like we would get off the phone with our parents, like we didn't say I love you. Yeah, or, we didn't normalize it. So it's kind of like abnormal for me to like even say it, you know. So, I mean, Golly tells me all the time. She's be like, Mommy, I love you. And I'm like, I love you, too. She goes, do you love me? I'm like all day. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, I love you every day. <laughs> so we have like our little thing like that. And it's like if a four year old is telling me she loves me about eight times a day. Why can't I do that, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah, to my kids? And I, I'm like, what's wrong with me? And it's like, and it's not that we never felt loved because right. we felt it. We just never said it. Or we never like verbally said it. We weren't really affectionate either because we wouldn't throw around hugs like that either. Yeah. I'm like, what <laughs> was the last time I hug- It's still weird hugging dad. He does like the side hug. And I'm like, dad, hug me. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? I think the only hugs and affections that we get is when we go to our family parties and we got to go hug everybody in the room. And then by the end, 80 people, by the end, you you do the side hug or then you just do like, yeah, when you leave, you're like, all right, bye. Bye, Bye, everybody. everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I used to hate that. I used to say like, like 10 minutes like for Christmas like at Aunt Carmela's and we'll go around 10 minutes just saying hi to everybody well, I ain't so, like, got time for this and so like the kids like now they make sure they go around and say hi to everybody around but I mean we, we still gotta do that you know you never yeah. know when's the last time that will happen with yeah. somebody that's very true there's always the last time that you never know yeah now I'm going to give Erica a hug and tell her I love her <laughs> when Stop she leaves. You're, you're going to make me cry <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Why are you crying? Because Vanna said she loved me. And she, she hugged me. me. Hug. <laughs> I need about seven more. <laughs> right? I'm like, all right, we'll come back in five minutes. I'll do it again. <laughs> well, yeah, well, maybe we could talk about, like, just how we, how we could talk to our kids better, you know? Or more in a sense, like... You know, I, I think I sent you like a bunch of questions that you you could ask your kid to like kind of really get to know them better, like yeah. beyond like the surface level and stuff. Yeah. So I think that's always helpful, too. Yeah. For the most part, I let the kids talk to me about what they want to talk about. Um, Belly, I kind of have to force her to like she's more enclosed. Mm hmm. Well, Lena's starting to be like that, too. I don't know what's going on in my household, guys. Don't like, think about it. I'm going to get anxiety again. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, for the most part, like, the kids are pretty open. Like, they come to me when they're ready to come to me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I really need to follow up on the talking to your kids a certain way. Yeah. Because, golly, she's starting to pick up on a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm like, you don't talk like that. Like she told, she kept telling me and Belly every time we we messed something up or she didn't like, she'll be like, "Girl, bye." I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, you don't. you don't say that." <laughs> no, I think that was in there too. I think instead of we don't say that, it says, "Can we use nicer words?" Mm-hmm. Can we use nicer <laughs> words? It's not a bad word. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's kind of you know what we had for you guys today um we hope it helped like we know a lot of people sit with anxiety or you know uh depression and stuff and sometimes it's easier to just repress all those feelings and not think about it it's really hard to sit with all the feelings that we have but yeah we're uh, feelings are meant to be felt so 
and it, it tells us something too um so we we have to learn how to sit with them and acknowledge them and then like find 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 a way to express it and let it out um, um, another thing before we like close this out I just want I really want to touch on men's mental health so I mean if any of you guys want to come I know we said we're kind of like iffy with the, like the schedules and stuff just reach out to us or I'm going to reach out to some of you guys that would like to have you guys come on either like you guys could come over we could do it like over the phone but I really want to get a couple males like perspectives on a couple things and I want you guys to come on because I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of hormones in play today. So I feel like we need some testosterone on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be good. So hit us up. We'll hit you guys up. And And we'll come up with a date. Thanks for listening. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.